0: The U.S. Federal Reserve has raised interest rates to their highest rate in 22 years in a bid to fight inflation, but when it comes to the cost of living, do they have all the answers? Ed Blakely is a former Washington insider now living in Sydney, Australia. My name is freelance journalist and author Sean Britton. Find us each and every week wherever you find good podcasts, as well as on Facebook and Twitter, at US of Ed. Let's knock this out of the way for the week. Uh, Last week, Ed, Donald Trump was informed he was a target in the January 6th investigation put together by Jack Smith on top of his other ongoing legal matters. Any updates this week?
1: Uh, No, but Georgia is moving forward. Uh, The judge denied uh, his request for more time and to dismiss the grand jury. Uh, So that's poop ticking along. But on top of him, the fake electors have been pulled into this, and they're singing like birds to get out of it, undoubtedly getting ready to toss Trump into the frying pan. So Trump not only has to face the fact that he made illegal requests, he has to face the fact that the illegal electors are saying he requests them to do that, which is also a felony. Uh, maybe Trump and felony can rhyme. We have to have <laughs> a song.
0: As of this morning, the U.S. Federal Reserve has once again raised interest rates in an attempt to curb inflation uh, now to their highest levels in 22 years. The Balancing Act comes about in the fact they Trying to slow inflation, but at the same time, are worried about uh, sending the economy into a recession if they go too far. Uh, what's going on?
1: Yeah, I don't know. This is a delicate balancing act that's going on around the world. Uh, let's chalk it all up really to Ukraine uh, because the surges required to finally get. Ukraine out of this war caused big supply uh, requirements. And I'm talking about munitions. Munitions have always run up prices of everything else because it takes so much to put them together. As the U.S. has drawn down its munitions stockpile, it's had to go to make more and more cost more money, which sets off that inflation chain. People aren't focusing on that, but that's a big part of it.
0: Just on this, though, I mean, we know the cost of living has uh, exploded in recent years. I, I see it every time I go to the grocery store. You know, I'm I'm one of those people that uh, I don't write it down, but mentally I sort of keep track of prices and only buy a lot of things when they're on special. Prices have gone up massively, and it seems like it's not just inflation to blame. There is corporations that are using the excuse of inflation to turn the screws on their customers. Can anything really be done about that?
1: Well, not until we get in our best shape uh, politically, where both parties in the United States can work together on these issues. But you're quite right. Uh, We have this massive corporation situation where they're not really competing with one another. Uh, So they can mutually set higher prices without fear of the other guy going lower and retaliating. Added to that, the Chinese are not producing. Uh, Chinese overproduction took a lot of the weight out of pushing prices up because there'd be more product on the market. And rather than send it back, uh, you dispose of it at very low prices. So we have the terrible situation where the chinese economy is going soft and one would think oh hallelujah but my god as it goes soft it creates that kind of overage bundle you knew could go to the dollar store and get something for 50 cents Uh, go to the dollar store now and it's dollar and 20 cents
0: uh, well speaking of uh cooperation with Biden this week Joe Biden will be officially nominating Derek Cholet as the uh, the new Pentagon policy chief uh, Cholet currently serves as counselor to Anthony blinken and this role is quite central to determining international and military policy uh, Ed first off just how important is this kind of role and and what do you make of the appointment
1: well the appointment is fine he's a journeyman. Uh, the the thing that we have here is this notion of stopping appointments mm-hmm. by Tupperville, which is the problem. But uh, this is a glass jar uh, with no ceiling. They can make these people acting for six months and pay them the salary. Now, when you go home in bed, you say, oh, boy, I hope I get the final job. But you got the salary. You're doing everything that's required. You just have A C T I N G in front of your name. Uh, so that's what's going on. These guys are going in, they're doing their jobs. And at some time point, McConnell's going to say, enough of this bullshit. Uh, I'm going to put all these guys up and put them up for a vote.
0: Yeah, I did want to expand on that one further. The senator, Republican senator from Alabama, Tommy Tuberville, on the Senate Armed Services Committee, so this is how he is able to block these appointments, blocking them, Um, you know, refusing basically to fill any vacancies until the Biden administration overturns a policy that allows the Pentagon to reimburse service members for travel expenses, Required to access abortions and other reproductive care if they're stationed in those, well, let's face it, red states where such procedures are now difficult to obtain, perhaps impossible to obtain, due to the overturn of Roe versus Wade. How sustainable is this kind of uh, this kind of political roadblock? In
1: well, it, it isn't, but more importantly um it's silly uh the pentagon can say okay we won't do that anymore and meanwhile we'll ask uh, our uh veterans uh to put up a go fund me uh for any woman who needs this and we'll match it mm. done th- th- this is really silly <laughs> uh the pentagon has all kinds of ways. And remember, they're only paying the travel costs. You're going to travel across most of the United States for 200 bucks. Mm. They cannot pay for the procedures, but the procedures are paid by Medicare, MediCal, and the insurance that military people have. Uh, this is a silly act. Uh, but both sides are called. Co- and what, what should we call this? Winkism. <laughs>
0: Uh, Look, what we discussed last week, the Biden administration policy that migrants seeking asylum in the United States must, one, have entered the country legally, and two, attempted to seek asylum in other countries if presented the opportunity, has had its day in court and lost. A federal judge has struck down the law this week, calling it both substantively and procedurally invalid. Uh, Ed, thoughts?
1: Well, damn woke (laughs) left-wing judge from California um, interfering legitimately with the rights of the president and the nation. Uh, This is a policy that I think should be national policy. And if we get our act together and pass a new uh, Immigration Act, this would be central to it. Uh, Change the law. That's what I say.
0: Speaking of the courts, Ginny Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, has been facing criticism for the past couple of years over her alleged attempts at interference in the 2020 election in favour of Donald Trump. Uh, reportedly, Ginny sent dozens of emails to Arizona election officials and lawmakers claiming it was their constitutional duty to install a clean slate of electors who would be willing to declare Trump the winner of said election, you know, contrary to the actual voting process. Now, regardless of who she's married to, Ginny is a private citizen. However, there are now arguments being made as to whether she should face investigation in the wake of the uh, 16 false electors charged in Michigan. Any thoughts, Ed?
1: Well, who wouldn't like to see her husband gone, but she hasn't violated the law. You can advocate anything, including revolution in the United States, until you actually take out your gun and shoot at somebody. Freedom of
0: speech. Mm. I think that's the honor, honor, but it is freedom of speech. I think that's the argument uh, Rudy Giuliani is now using in Georgia, is it not, when he sort of raised conspiracies regarding the uh, the election workers there and now is saying, well, it's just I didn't do anything. uh, might have, might have affected them, but uh, that's all freedom of speech. No, it is not. <laughs>
1: My freedom of speech is when I call you a stupid bastard by name. What he did is he called these women out and an she attempted to humiliate them and uh, destroy their jobs and their careers. That is against the law. You cannot cry fire in a crowded theater. For your freedom of speech, if it abridges somebody else's rights, is out the door. So Giuliani is going to pay these ladies big time or spend a lot more time in jail.
0: The United States continues to broil under a massive, record breaking heat wave this week. Uh, that, if anything, has expanded rather than abating. Uh, we touched on this obviously last week, but anything to add, Ed?
1: Uh, no, except that um, there are a lot of people who are enjoying it. Swimming pools are full. Uh, a lot of. Um, cold drinks are being sold. Uh, I think people like cold weather better than hot weather. I mean, hot weather better than cold weather. And many people are learning how to live with it. Uh, Like we did in the old days, you close the shutters in the house during the day and turn the air conditioner on very low. Uh, And then that heat that comes in at around seven o'clock, you turn the air conditioner up, cool off the house, and then nature does the rest. Uh, it's been pretty interesting that utility bills and utility usage has not gone up that much.
0: Well, you always got to look on the bright side of life. After all, there's probably some people in uh, Oklahoma looking forward to being able to sell their uh, beachfront property.
1: Uh, no, that's right. That's right.
0: Uh and I'm sure
1: um, the Native Americans there will sell it to them.
0: And let's just a couple more things before I let you go, Ed. Uh, the U.S. Department of Education has opened an investigation into Harvard University's policies on legacy admissions. Which About time. Yeah. Uh, these obviously give uh, an edge to applicants with family ties to alumni and it comes after last month's uh, supreme court decision to strike down the use of affirmative action to increase diversity on college campuses because you know obviously if you if you've had a college campus that has been predominantly white then you cull policies to increase diversity but keep policies that preference the presumably white families of those that have come before you can obviously see how this one might go. Uh Thornton?
1: Well, the interesting thing about this is this is how Harvard raises a lot of money. Mm. And I could tell you a lot about that having a Harvard graduate as a daughter. Um the the way they raise money is getting their uh children, their children into Harvard and then ask for a little dough on the side. It's a nice racket. Uh, I think, uh, there is no rationale for this and Harvard will chuck it and other universities will chuck it as a matter of embarrassment. But that doesn't mean that they can't get that child in if the child meets all the other qualifications and send them a nice note saying, we're glad you're, you got in just like your dad. Hmm? Mm. Now, George Bush never would have gotten into Harvard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and just finally, Ed, uh, Mitch McConnell, leader or minority leader of the uh, the U.S. Senate, so obviously Republican senator, has had a bit of an incident this morning, uh, according to some of the news headlines. Mid-press conference, kind of had this moment of freezing up and then sort of, Appearing like unable to speak any further until he was led off by some of his handlers there. Uh, McConnell is 81 years old, and, and age may be a factor uh, in this little one. Uh, any thoughts? Call well, a Biden moment. <laughs> um,
1: he's only 81. My goodness. Yeah, spring chicken. Uh, at 85. I can't feel uh, too sorry for him. And I know what such moments are like. Uh, I think this is an age thing. And he has to be pretty quick uh, because his power is waning, as we know. Uh, He's not been able to get out of the Senate because there's a Democrat uh, who would pick a successor. But he wants out. The problem I have, I like having him in because he has some sense. Uh, There's no one in the Senate on the Republican side that really has much more in the way of sense, except Murkowski, uh, who might possibly ascend to the job. So I think uh, let's pray for Joe.
0: Uh, I I just got to say. I mean, I mean,
1: uh, pray for Mitch. (laughs) Uh, Biden moment.
0: I've just had one. I gotta say though, uh you, you call it a Biden moment, but the one that sprung out to me was a, a Tony Abbott moment. If you remember that famous moment where uh the uh the former Australian Prime Minister, you're not saying anything, Tony, was confronted and then just went into a lapsed into a very strange silence for about 30 seconds.
1: Well, we all have these moments, uh,
0: God love us. <laughs> Ed and I will be back next week to discuss all the latest going-ons in the US and abroad. Make sure to subscribe wherever you find the podcast and check us out on Facebook and Twitter at US of Ed.